This is Elena in Motion, and you're tuned in to the Millennial Mompreneur Podcast. Let's start the show. Ladies, and welcome back to the Millennial Mompreneur Podcast, where we grow as CEOs of our bodies, babies, and businesses. My name is Elena in Motion, and y'all know I'm the host of the show. And so I'm super excited. If this is your first time, hey, we are so blessed and excited to have you join us today. And this is our ninth episode, guys. So we have three more episodes after this 10, 11, and 12 before we are done with our first season and I really can't even believe that it went this fast but I'm super excited because after this I only have one more co-hosting episode and then I have a couple more episodes that I'm doing and it's all really good and it's going to really tie in everything that we've covered in this first season Uh, but today I'm super excited to have an amazing co-host and we are going to be be discussing gentle parenting Uh, so let me tell you a little bit about this host so I have my girl chef Nikki in the mix she is an Atlanta-based vegan chef health advocate and entrepreneur but above all else she is a mother when she is not running her online business plant-based dripping with her partner or whipping up delicious plant-based meals for her families and friends. She's being a super mom to her one and a half year old daughter. In a time where more conscious parenting styles are evolving, Nikki has adopted the gentle parenting approach when it comes to raising her daughter and is spreading the word and sharing her knowledge and experiences with new moms who are trying to navigate their new lives. So I'm super excited for two reasons. First, my girl dropped her new pancake line today. And I'm super excited about that because they are delicious, y'all. And if you know me, you know that I do not have any type of dietary restrictions. Like I eat things in moderation. Uh, But I absolutely just love Nikki's food. So you guys have to have to try it out. I'm going to leave the link in the show notes. If you want to support another millennial mompreneur, you should totally do it. So if y'all don't believe me, y'all can go ahead and check out what other people are saying. I'm telling you guys, go ahead and cop them. You won't regret it. So the link to that is in the show notes. But I'm also excited about you guys hearing her perspective of gentle parenting. And if you don't know what gentle parenting is, I'm going to give you a short definition of it. So gentle parenting, according to Sarah Hockwell Smith's is a scientific evidence-based approach to raising confident and happy children. It is a parenting ethos characterized by four tenets, empathy, respect, understanding, and boundaries. And I'm really excited for you guys to hear Nikki's uh, perspective because Nikki is practicing this. Um, she does have a 16-month-old, but I really want her to share her perspective because she's not coming out of a place where of like trauma or anything and trying to figure it out. She has been gentle parented. And I love that because she's an adult now and she's having her own children and she's, you know, still just 
she's still, of course, figuring out how to be a mom, but she's applying how she was raised and gentle parented to her daughter. And I think that it is amazing hearing her testimony and her talking about her experiences and how she is gentle parenting her child. And this is great, too, because um, if you know me, you know that I majority gentle parent. I majority of the time I do practice gentle parenting, um, but I also am a mix, a fusion of disciplinarian parenting. So that's more of the old school parenting where it's like, um, I said this, so you should do that. But I only practice that like a small percentage of time because I personally believe that there is a time and place for that. Um, but for the most part, I practice gentle parenting. So I'm excited to share our different um, our different perspectives because we don't agree on everything, but we agree on most things. But the great thing about it is understanding that we are both CEOs of our bodies, babies, and businesses, and we are doing what we believe is best with our household. And that's what the millennial mompreneur is all about, right? Like if you are the CEO, you are assessing everything that you've been called to steward and you are doing it the best way that you deem fit. So this is not a one way fits all type of episode. We're just sharing our experiences and hoping that, you know, someone can learn something from it. So I'm going to link the link into the show notes. If you guys want to learn further about gentle parenting, disciplinarian parenting, all that good stuff. And guys, if this is your first time listening, I'm so excited to have you. Um, Please make sure that you are rating, reviewing, subscribing, and sharing the show, guys. It really does help with the visibility of it. Uh, So without further ado, here is Gentle Parenting with Chef Nikki in the mix. All right. Hey, guys, and welcome back to the Millennial Mompreneur Podcast, where we commit to our growth as CEOs of our bodies, babies, and businesses. It's your girl, Elena Emotion, and we're back with another episode. And today, y'all, we got an amazing co-host, y'all. It's lit. I got my girl, Chef Nikki, in the mix. Hey, Hey, (laughs) y'all. are you doing ma'am what is going on great i'm doing so great yes so y'all i told y'all a little bit about nikki she's vegan chef and entrepreneur and y'all know i'm not vegan but this girl food (laughs) is popping okay so i'm so excited to have her here and i just want to check in with you like how are you doing in quarantine what's new with you what's going on in your life all that good stuff tell us so in quarantine I'm doing good, actually. Yes. Um, like, I'm used to being at home. I work from home. Yes. Gray, my partner works from home. So we're always home. Yeah. And the only thing that's different is, like, a park. the parks are closed for the baby. Mm. Other than that, like, this is our everyday life. We're home most of the time. I cook a lot at home. Yeah. But when we go outside, I'm like, oh, no, you can't go down the slide. Yeah. And that's, kind of, that's just one of those things where I'm like, where can I take her? Take her, like right. The botanical gardens, they're closed. closed right. We don't get to have play dates. Like, that's throwing yeah. us off. But it's making me be more creative. Yeah. Um, and it's just really just a time to reconnect. Like, yeah. I'm honestly looking at the positive side of it. Because before, you know, you just get busy in the hustle and bustle of life. Mm-hmm. You know, you figure you got to do everything now. This can't wait. I got to be here. Got to do that. And yeah. now that everything stopped, no matter your status, what money you have, none yes. of that matters at this point. It's like, mm. is you, your family, or who you're living with? And yeah. how are you navigating through that? I mean, yeah. staying positive, mental health is so important right now. People yeah. are losing their jobs. So since I know so many things could be going wrong, I'm just thankful yeah. and grateful that our situation 
has stayed pretty consistent throughout yeah. everything that's going on. Yeah. So no complaints over here. If anything, it's birthed a new baby in me, not literally, but yeah. you know, with my pancakes and all. Yes. Okay. So tell us, tell us a little bit about that because I think it's so great that you were like, you have just been clinging on to what's good. And just like your situation, like you've been able to kind of just dig deeper. Like what, what other ways can you be creative with your child, like at home? And I think that's also like a misconception about like women who do stay at home and raise their kids at home is that they're just at home all the time. Like, no, we got play dates. They have a whole social schedule. Listen, Girl. they got more of a life than we do. Than we do. We just, we're the drivers. They make sure they're safe and they got their food. We, we the peasants. Like, that's pretty much what we are. We get in there, sit back, let them play, do whatever, give them Exactly. That's and we're the girl. peasants. And we're the we peasants. Are. And so that's awesome that you've been able to kind of just keep a consistent schedule and then just even go deeper in that. So just yeah. tell us about the new baby that you're birthing right now. Not the, not the literal. Not a literal. Not a literal, not a literal baby. But tell us about the new baby. I'm so excited. It's 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 due today or it's due on Monday when this release is It's due so on Monday, May so 11th. Excited. So 2020, you know, you make all your New Year's resolutions, right? 2020 vision, right? That's what <laughs> we've been doing forever. And I said, 2020 back. is my time. I'm going to the vegan festivals because me and my partner, we have a business and we already go to vegan festivals and we sell merchandise. But I've never stepped out and started selling my food. Now, what's the, what's the merchandise? Let them know. Plant-based dripping. Hey, okay, represent. Plant-based <laughs> dripping, repping all day. All right, so we got to gotta leave a, a link to that, too. We yes, that plant-based dripping is our brand. We've had it for four years now. That's It's awesome. an online vegan lifestyle apparel company. Yeah. And we go to festivals all over. And Gray's a performer. He's an artist. And I sell shirts. We both sell shirts. And this year I said, I'm going to start selling my food. So mm. we had already scouted our festivals. Mm. We had already, you know, we got ready. I'm selling yeah. brunch. Like I want to sell vegan brunch. Brunch is my thing. Yes. And then Corona and happened. Yes. Oh, of course. Of course. So here I am like, well, I guess, you know, maybe this isn't my time. You know yeah. what I mean? You, mm. you start thinking that. Listen, like, girl. Girl, and look at the enemy trying to stop. Look, come on now. Uh-uh. No, it's your time, sis. It's your time. And that's why I said, you know what? Okay, maybe it isn't my time. Mm -hmm. Talk to a friend. She confirmed it for me. She said, you want to sell pancakes? Sell your mix. People mm. are at home. They still want your food. I was like, you think they'll buy the mix? Like, I wanted to sell it hot and fresh. Mm -hmm. She said, improvise. She said, don't not do it on, because friend. of Corona. Girl, my home, let me tell you, my homegirl got on that phone with me and she was like, when we get off the phone, get your mix together, get your numbers together. You need to sell your mix. And I That's said, amazing. Gray, I said, you know what, Gray? Why don't we just sell the mix? And he's like, yeah, let's do it. Just like that. Being home has, without being on the go and meeting mm. other mommies, which is great. Yeah. I was able to sit here, really think about it. Mm -hmm. This is what I want to do. It didn't come from a place of, oh, I got to scramble and make something happen because, you know, like... I don't have yep. a job. Like it didn't come from that place of rush. It came from something I wanted to do, but right. I couldn't do the way I wanted to, but I still can get it done. Yeah. And that's why it feels so good because this is what I really wanted to do. I had no idea it would be this way, but I'm so yeah. thankful that I'm still able to make it happen. Yeah. So my pancakes, they're vegan, plant-based. I love you know, it. Soy, super easy. Your five-year-old could make them. Like they're super easy. They're delicious and they will be available for pre-order on May 11th. I'm so excited. 
So by the time people listen, so the time people listen to this, they'll be there. And like, if y'all yes. have not seen her food, y'all, y'all have to go check it out. Y'all have to go follow her and stuff. Nikki in the mix it is her food looks so good and like i said i'm not vegan but i eat any i'll eat everything and i'm like i'm getting the, like these pancakes are like bye on jemima okay girl that's what i told peace. Auntie Mama. i said peace peace <laughs> chef Vicky coming for you okay and, no, girl, and that's girl. amazing and that's amazing because when you when you said that too like in 2020 i definitely had a whole different picture of the things that were going on like in my business and things like that but i also realized that like all the things that i relied on i didn't really need mm-hmm. like i thought i would need to be in person and do all this other stuff i thought that i would need you know this other brand or something else to do what i needed to do but really I already had everything that I needed, you know, and it was, it's just so important to have like those types of people in your corner that can call up and be like, girl, I don't know. I was going to do this girl, do your mix, like do what you can do, you know, so do what you can do. That is amazing. That is so amazing. Thank you. Have you been able to like balance, like still being able to do how and period though, how are you able Mm -hmm. to balance doing work? And mm-hmm. then being actively like in your child and attentive to your family. Like, how are you able to balance that? So um, with plant-based dripping, since um, we both run the company, yeah, Gray takes on more of a responsibility when it comes to shipping shirts, ordering shirts. Um, when we do festivals, we're able to go as a family, which is like the best thing ever. Amazing. We yeah. travel as a family. We set up the tent as a family. We sell the shirts as a family. Like that's just how we do it. But being home, he kind of handles most of the work. I do a little bit of computer stuff and okay. that's easy. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it doesn't take me away from my child. Okay. And right now with Keely, with us both being home and we're kind of on our phones a little more, yeah. this is new for her. So yeah. she's kind of like, mm-hmm. okay, we usually are gone out of the house. House, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now we're in the house. So we're learning how to still do the things we need to do, but knowing like, I can't take her out for a play date for four hours. So we're right. actually just going to be here, be but home. we're not going to be on mm-hmm. our phone. Phones. Uh-huh. And we have to just put, you know, like some scheduling in place where before okay. we kind of just, you know, did whatever, because like I said, Keely and I weren't here as much, but yeah. now like waking up in the morning, it's not like grabbing the phone first. Like we can't do that now because yeah. like we have, we have a routine. routine. Yeah. We just have to do things different because before we were wake up, we get dressed and we're out of the house by nine. Now we wake up and we're not going nowhere. Nowhere, right exactly. <laughs> and it's so crazy because you would think that it would be easier because, oh, we're at home. Blah, blah. But I'm telling you, especially this last week for me, I just felt so groggy. It's been harder to stay on a schedule because I'm like, oh, I'll get up because we don't have nowhere. We don't have a place to go. To go, yes. right. And so I was just like, okay, like I have to implement some things, you know, yes. like a little bit of a schedule. Like it doesn't have to be super super strict right but it definitely had to be like something because listen this mm-hmm. staying in the house lord yeah no, it's, no, a no. Whole, it's, it's a whole different ball game it's a whole different ball game i don't care how many toys you have yeah i don't even care screen time ipad yeah eventually it's yeah like, i'm tired of being in here yeah i'm going back and forth I'm tired of all the snacks. I need a new scenery, even if we're walking down the block and collecting rocks. Like it just Mm -hmm. has to be something. So I've noticed just within our family, we just have to change some things because we are in the habit of grabbing our phones, scrolling, talking about, 
things that are hot, talking about new colors, looking at other brands. You know, you're just always, yes. when you're entrepreneur, you're exactly. always You're always you're creating. Always, right. And Girl, yes. Say, well, for me, I have to make sure, as much as I love my pancakes and I'm doing that, I didn't get into this because I wanted to do it full time. Right. Like, I want to be a mom, mom. full time. Girl. I'm doing this because I enjoy it. Enjoy it. Less than part time. You know time exactly. You? And you can still make a profit from it. You and know, I you can still make a profit still, from it. Exactly. And that's you know, what I love about it. it. It's not, this is not like the end all be all for me. Like I have to make this work. This is the only exactly. way I can survive. Yes. This is, I make some delicious pancakes. I want you all to try them mm-hmm. and I'm going to sell this. And when I'm out, I'm out and I'll get back to it. But I'm being a mom 100% first. Yes. Gray's on board with that, but he just wants to support me because I love these pancakes. But he's like, mm. don't think for one second you about to be out here five days a week pushing pancakes on the corner and trying to set up shop. He's like, you don't need to do that. This is just something straight that you love and enjoy. I so love that. that's what makes it, you know, more fun and exciting for Exciting, me. exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's so real. So did, so I want to go back to two things that you said, but the first thing is that like, did you guys have like a vision or did you period, like, did you have a vision of like how you wanted to raise your child and then still be able to do something that you love? Or was this something that just like, oh, maybe I'll do this. And then it happened to work. Like, what was like the process of that like? Because I feel like so many times, like women before they have children, before they start a business, like they have a certain vision of what they want to do, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's the whole, the premise of the mill mom is to kind of just like, you don't have to decide between I want to work full time and I just want to be a stay at home mom. Like we're millennials. There's like right. so many options that you can do everything and that we don't have to subject ourselves to like the limits that society and like history says that we are. And yes. we can literally mom and parent and do things the way that we want to do. We want because, to. That's right. Right. Because our lives are custom made. So mm-hmm. I just think that it's awesome that you guys are able to be able to actually execute on that. And I know there's so many other women who would like to do that, but I think that they have this vision of what they wanted their life to look like. Mm-hmm. And it may have seemed different than what it is now. So like, how was that for you? Did you have a story like that where you like, you were like, oh, this Girl. is how it's going to be. And then it was just not. Sister yes! Girl, let me tell you something. <laughs> Listen, I said, when I get with my man and have kids, I'm not working. That's what I had already said to myself. Okay? Ain't nothing wrong. You know what? I'm so, Mickey, you want to know what? I love you. I love you. You want to know why I love you? Because, you know, 2020 is like, oh, like, you know, there's this thing where smash the patriarchy, like, we don't need to, and it was like, there's nothing wrong with, like, wanting to just be there's nothing and I just I love that you're so bold and so confident about that that's amazing but keep going so what what so girl I was not working that was that was that was that and I said I'm not going to work but I also um am involved with a man who has drive who has passion and he has goals and he meets them so it made it easier for me because I can't say I'm not gonna work and be with somebody who said they ain't working girl they ain't gonna work I didn't want to get no regular nine to five. My mind, I didn't even think I 
could be an entrepreneur. I pr- okay. I've never even thought about it. Like I've never wow. looked at myself and said, I could own my wow. own business. I could do, I just was used to doing wow. girl bartending and waitressing, makeup. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like girl, nothing like really. Okay. So you never had a nine to five. So you never had a nine to five. I was a flight attendant. Okay. Girl, I had a whole life. I was a flight attendant, girl, makeup artist, went to school for aesthetics, um, waitress, bartender. I Ma'am. never been a flight attendant. Man, we need a we need a throwback Thursday picture. Girls, oh girl, I was even a fitness girl, a, a bikini competitor. Nikki, you don't know nothing about me. Can you ex- see? And this is why we get the scoop here on the because <laughs> I already knew you really are. Know, you want to know why? Because you want to know why too, and Nikki. I knew you had a. I knew you had a story when you came to my class, and you was dancing, and I was like, "What is this shit over here?" Like, you know, like everybody in the class was killing it, but you, because you was breastfeeding at the same time. I was like, "This is breastfeeding and twerking at the same time." <laughs> this is my soul sister. Like, I love. Her. I love her. So I'm like, oh, she got a whole story. So I was like, I'm going to find out today. (laughs) We all going to find out. But you know what? This is the thing. I have to, then I can be all over the place. Hold on, let me get back to what I was saying. Okay, yes, 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 yes. Okay, so I knew I wasn't going to work, but I never thought I could be an entrepreneur. Mm. Um, That's Mm. just never crossed my mind. My thing was, okay, I can find someone who works a good job and I can just, you know, be a wife and a mom. I didn't look that to me that I didn't think that was negative. I didn't think I I wasn't doing anything. I thought that is like, like, that's a lot of responsibility. It's like, girl, girl, you know, I didn't like, oh, I'm getting a free ride. I'm gonna be a mom. Listen, whatever. <laughs> no, like that is a lot of work. However, that is I wasn't a ton a of work. That is a ton, girl, of, a ton work. of work. It's a nonstop work. It's okay. Non-stop Even work. when you're trying to go to sleep, it's work. It's because work. depending on how that day went, it could still it's, be processing. Listen, your okay. Every, listen, people don't so, know. They don't. You don't know. You better ask somebody. Listen, this is how Nikki. it is. You better <laughs> so that's how it is and like I said my partner he had a vision so here I am girl I'm a supportive woman yeah I said look this how we're gonna make this happen we came together girl we started laying down some things we needed to do and accomplish and some deadlines and it started happening so I was here just to keep pushing motivating supporting yeah and the benefits of me doing that I didn't have to go to work because I was doing a lot of work within what we had going on listen to someone looking in, they might be like, she need to get a job. Mm, Baby, you have no idea. No idea. Just, my, I, just my ideas and what I'm planting in this business alone, I, I'm working. Like, yeah. I deserve all the paychecks. When you start seeing things happen within our company, other people noticing us, these, this, my ideas, his ideas, we're working together, so I am working. And now that mm. I'm a mom, I'm, of course, I was going to take on how I was raised into raising my child. Right. And I didn't know anything about a conscious parenting or a gentle parenting approach. Yeah. You know, when I was growing up, I'm sure my mom didn't. But a lot of the things she did with me now that I'm older and I'm learning about conscious parenting, yeah. I'm like, oh, well, she was just low key doing that. And we didn't have a name for it. Yeah. So I said when I had a daughter, Gray was on board. I wanted to homeschool. Like, mm. I wanted to be here. He's like, yeah, I'm not putting my kids in public school. So here's my man telling me, um, yes, homeschool our kids. Be home. Yes, I you love know? it. And when I said I wanted to do something for Chef Nikki in the mix, he's like, let's do it. 
Come he on. Knew I, it wouldn't take away. He knows. And this is the thing. Like my partner, he knows how I am. He knows I'm not going to let anything come in the between me raising my child. Let's go. Because I don't have to. Let's go. And I'm go. so thankful for that. Um, you know, not to be like, oh, I'm so cool. And I yeah, can do whatever. No. But no, it's a blessing. this is That's... my life. I'm yeah. thankful. Yeah. And I'm taking full advantage of it. Yeah. So that's just how life has happened. And I've been navigating through that. And I'm not going to lie to you and say it's been hard because it hasn't been hard. Yeah. If anything, I feel like my transition into motherhood, along with still um, owning our business and working, it's been really great because I get to work with my family and I'm thankful yeah. for that. And I'm not going to try to downplay it like it's so hard. No, it was actually great to yeah. work with them and be home with my family every single day. Yeah. And I can always tell, I can tell just from like, you know, you look at people's Instagram and stuff, you're like, okay, they putting on or whatever. Oh. And, <laughs> or, you know, or just like, and not even from like being judgmental or anything, but it's just like, you just never know, right? With yeah. people, mm -hmm. but having like talked to you in person and like seeing you interact with like your family and stuff, you can, you can genuinely tell that there is a joy, that there is a light there, that you are truly loving what you're doing and yes. I think that that's so good for people and for women who are moms and who are wives and who really want to start something mm -hmm. but they're discontent with where they're at they're yes. not steward yes. they're not stewarding what they have right now well you know you don't mm -hmm. really love being a parent you know you're frustrated like mm -hmm. all the time you're like yeah not really enjoying it and I think that that's like a huge takeaway from what you just said is that you stewarded you were enjoying like being a wife and, and the mom you and a mom you understood the responsibility and the blessing and the honor that comes with mm -hmm. that and then you were able you you just by being you were mm -hmm. able to create something you know from overflow you know, yes, Nikki's, girl, that's exactly what it was. Overflow. You and I could absolutely right. And I could tell. And the thing is, and the thing is like, you didn't even say that, but that's what i received from you. You know, mm -hmm. is that like, it's nothing that is forced. It's nothing right. that is just like, oh, like I plan this, um, mm -hmm. whatever. But it was just something that like, you know, I made these plans, but then like, this is actually it can't turned out way better than I like expected so yeah I think that's amazing so yeah tell us a little bit about that so for those of you who don't know about gentle parenting do you do you want to explain kind of what, what gentle parenting is um so, so this is my, the best explanation that I've understood it to be okay now you can google it and it can give okay. you like a whole bunch of different crap different definitions, like, the, the Merriam-Webster <laughs> yeah 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 and I said let me see how I can make this work for me and people can understand it yeah, so so for me, gentle parenting is being present mm -hmm. um, in raising your child um, mm -hmm. with their emotional needs, yeah. not forcing, not having any ego, mm -hmm. following the child's lead and yeah. not basing fear on children, mm -hmm. um, looking within ourselves to find out the reasons why we react to certain things mm -hmm. and just breaking a lot of trauma that we may have um, endured throughout childhood yeah, and, and the, all those generational curses on mm -hmm. what we believe is the way to raise a child and um, beat a child, grab a switch, humiliate yes, a child, talk crazy, down on the child. Yeah. Like all those things some of us may have um, been raised with, gentle parenting is just flipping that upside down, yeah, understanding yeah. your child is an individual that needs to be respected. Um, yeah. You respect your child, your child respects you. And also, like I said, for me, the biggest thing is being honest and aware of myself yeah. and why am I acting a certain way? And I can understand why my daughter would act a certain, certain way. way. Mm. So just pulling back um, without being forceful 
and just trying to understand where her mind is as a 16 month old yeah and me being a grown woman and I could lose my cool so I'm just having to understand like and sometimes I don't have it together I can't expect a 16 month old to have it together and I would not want no one to grab me and beat me Mm -hmm. to tell me to get my act together together you know what I mean so That's what so, it is to me. So I, um, I really wanted you to talk about just um, your experience with gentle parenting because I do believe that there's benefits in gentle parenting. So as you know, I, I mostly practice gentle parenting, but spanking for our household is like not off the table. Um, yeah. But I, I definitely see the benefits and I definitely practice majority of the time gentle parenting. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really love the fact when we talked prior to this, I really love the fact that you are gentle parenting from experience and not out of trauma. Because mm-hmm. I do believe that sometimes people who do um, experience trauma, they can sometimes end up being permissive parents. Um yep and label it gentle parenting and their kids are hitting other kids okay. and acting bratty and doing all this extra, you know, doing all, and they're saying, Oh, I'm gentle parenting. When okay. really you're permissive parenting, you're just afraid okay. to ignite that trunk. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ignite that trauma Girl. onto your kid and they end up doing it out of fear. But what I love from you is that you had a healthy experience of gentle parenting and mm-hmm. you're gentle parenting from a healthy perspective. And I think yeah. that that's super important from, for our listeners, for those who really want to hear from somebody who can, who has, who can practice gentle parenting um, from a healthy mm-hmm. perspe- per perspective and knowing they're not coming from like a place of like, they still need to heal from it. So tell us a little bit about your experience with your mom and like gentle parenting and how that influenced you. Okay. So, um, my mom's no longer here. I lost my mom seven years ago, Yeah, but growing up, the things that I remember the most about just being in my family is we laughed. I mean, mm-hmm. we laughed for our stomach hurt. Like that was, that's just what we did. We, me, my mom, my stepdad yeah. and my two brothers, girl, we yeah. laughed. And mm-hmm. they, I mean, like I was the comedian of my family. I can see that. They loved, <laughs> girl, they Definitely loved, see that. And, loved you, and you know what, Nikki, I ain't gonna lie. When I look at you, when I remember I first met you, I was like, oh, hi. Oh, she's sweet. Oh, she's sweet. You know? Uh-huh. And then, you know, when you start twerking and stuff, I was like, girl, so I'm like, you know, and me as a teacher and when I'm teaching and stuff, I'm like, you know, some people are going to feel this. Some people are not. I'm going to just be myself. And then you rock with it. You go, you go rock with it. And then I was like, I looked around, you know, and majority of the women were then there, you know, twerking yeah, and stuff. Loved it. But like, when I looked at you, you just seemed like, oh, so nice. Oh, I was like, oh, a lot so of girl, people turn- say that. <laughs> You, you, girl, you be turning up. So I'm like, I, I gotta know what Ratchet Nikki was like. But, girl. <laughs> huh? So, yeah, so back to what you were saying. You were the comedian. Oh, girl, I was the comedian. Um, yeah. My brothers were so good to me. Um, yeah. Like my little brother, three years younger than me. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember he would have his screensaver like on his computer. It would be pictures of me. Um, girl, my you were the only brother, girl, right? Were you I'm the only girl. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Girl, okay. Yeah. The brother, five years older than me, but we were born on the same day. Girl, we were, yes. Girl, that was like my, my girl, love, love, love my brother. And I just remember my mom like being so supportive of me, like of yeah. everything. Like I remember I was like, Mom, I want to be a model at Pro Scout. And they're coming. I lived in Pennsylvania at the time. And I'm like, they're mm. coming up here to do auditions. I want to go. She's like, well, we got to get you some new clothes. 
Girl, my mom took me to the mall. Girl, got me some outfits, took me to Pro Scout, let me audition. Of course, you know, this was when they was taking everybody money saying, I can make you a model. And we didn't know any better. So they were like, we love your daughter. You just have to pay this much and we can take her to the next round. Girl, my mom was like, well, what are you going to do for your talent? I'm like, I'm dancing to B2K, bump, bump, bump. Girl, my mama was like, you need to rehearse. Like, let's go. Oh my God, I love girl, that. Listen, girl, I remember having, I remember when the shirts that were the one little tank top without yeah. a sleeve this shirt, yes. shirt like, yeah, yeah. you better believe it i had on one of them shirts girl that was striped i remember she took me to gazooks girl bought me some jeans girl had like a, little, a belt and girl they called my name with my number girl they played that out here. i just remember seeing my mom standing back there like this girl and i was hitting her with the bump 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 girl, my <laughs> mama was clapping girl my mama was thought she was on you got served or not girl, yeah. Girl, my mama was clapping, you know? And I remember getting off that stage and they called my number at the end. It was like, you made it to DC. You get to go to Washington, DC. Girl, like, I really thought I was gonna be a mom. Like, now, my, my mama, now she done spent like $1,200. She like, Nikki, you sure you wanna do this? Because we're spending a lot of money. I'm like, yes, mom, this is my dream. She like, okay, girl. <laughs> girl, made it all the way to DC. Then call my number. But guess what? My mama wasn't mad. She didn't make me feel bad because she spent that money. Mm -hmm. We had pictures, girl. We had memories. And we hung out. We didn't even leave D.C. that day. It was over. She was like, let's just stay another day. We yeah. stayed another day. We hung out in the city. So the memories that I had of my mom is like having my back. Even in school, if mm -hmm. something happened and I was in the wrong, on the phone and in front of those teachers, she's like, you tell me what happened. You just mm -hmm. hush your mouth around them. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I just remember like she was like my safe space. Mm -hmm. It's not that I needed to lie to other people, but I was like, I'm not talking to my mom is here. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And when my mom would come, my mom never played me in front of no, like, I don't remember her playing me in front of her yeah. friends, in front of no other, my other family members, like telling my business stuff that I confide in her in. Like yeah. that was my homegirl. And when I say this, some people be like, you need to respect your mom. I've always respected my mom, but I didn't fear her. And mm -hmm. that's the thing. Like, I wasn't afraid to tell her stuff. Yeah, um, I told her like my first experience. I told mm. her about guys that I thought were cute. I told her about older guys that were trying to holler at me. Yeah. I mean, when I got older, it came to the point where she was like, you do realize you don't need to tell me everything. I'm like, girl, I got to tell you this one last story. She's like, Nikki, enough. No, right? And like, she would have to catch me and say, look, I'm not your friend. I'm your mom. And I'd be like, yeah. no, but I just want to tell you. Like, I just remember that that was a bond that we shared, a great friendship, love my mom. And she was just so supportive. I mean, I was the conf the most confident, like, around my mom. Yeah, like, that's amazing. Was, that's just how she made me feel. And that's amazing. I guess with my brother seeing that, they made me feel the same way. And I made them feel the same way. Like, we was just that. That's how we were in my family. Yeah. Um, so it was like a no-brainer to have a daughter. I'm like, I want to bond like my mom had, yeah. I had with my mom. But also remembering and always reminding myself not to pressure Keely to like want this crazy bond with me. Just be myself and it'll happen. Yeah. You know, like she's her own individual. She may want to be a little more mm -hmm. independent than me. Girl, I ain't want to leave for school. I wanted to stay home with my mama. She's like, Nikki, girl, my mama walked me to my class at 11th grade. <laughs> girl, and I know people look at that and think it's crazy, but I was like, girl, come on. Like, I was like, mom, come on. She's like, girl, and like my mama, girl, she would always come like this. She'd be like, Nikki, go. I'm like, mom, I can't go without you. She would be like, come on, oh let's go. Girl, she walked me right to my 11th grade class. Miss That's Tilly, amazing. And stood at that window and was like, and I was like, bye, That's mom. amazing. 
But these That's are my great mean. memories of my mom. I didn't hear her, see her arguing and yelling with my stepdad. She yeah. ain't never cussed me. Like I just, yeah. I just want, like when I think of parenting, like I'm Keely's safe place. If the world is against her home, I'm yeah. your mom. Like yeah. I protect you from anything. You yeah. know what I mean? Like that's my job. And even if it's not my job, no one can tell me not to do it because it's in me as a mom. Like that's what we do for our kids. Yeah. But I want her to be an individual and I just want to support her um, and know that I'm, her, I'm your mom. You don't have to fear me. There's yeah. no ego here. Like I'm learning more and more about myself every day. Yeah. And I really love, I really love that perspective because I just feel as if, you know, historically with, you know, black parents and their children, you know, I like to give my parents and then, you know, just the people, the, our ancestors like before us, they had to worry about being black in America, you know, yeah. and right now our generation is so much more privileged to be able to learn about gentle parenting or mm -hmm. we're able to learn about attachment parenting, you know, attachment mm -hmm. parenting. And I'm going to leave links to better describe and, um, for people to want to do like further research on these things in the show notes as well. But I think that right now we have like no excuse where we can learn how to be better, mm -hmm. better parents because we have that privilege yes. um, of doing that. Um, and yeah. so that's why I just love the story, um, about that. So how, are, how did your mom discipline you? Because I know, I know, I know you were no saint, little little saint, the whole little saint doing oh, a little great. I know you were no little saint the whole time. So tell me how how was your mom disciplining you, and do you plan to do the same things uh, that your mom disciplined you uh, for keeping? So I will say I'm going not to be more strict because my mom wasn't strict either, yeah. but uh -huh. she didn't have to be. I okay. didn't run away from the house. I okay. never drank. I never did drugs. Mm. I didn't sneak boys in my house, but I definitely wasn't a saint. Yeah. But those are the things like she didn't have to freak out and worry about me. If anything, I never did the dishes. Shh. Sorry. <laughs> I never did the dishes. Girl, they out there reading a book. Um, <laughs> sorry. Real life. Girl, real life. Okay, <laughs> please. Um, I wasn't big on chores, and that was me and my mom with butt heads. Okay. I did not do chores. Okay. She would say, Nikki, I will pay you. Nope. Nikki, like, <laughs> she would say, like, okay, Nikki, if you're not going to clean up, just don't make no plans for this weekend. I would be like, cool, because I didn't want to leave the house. No way. She yeah. was like, how can I get this girl to clean? Like, I just did not like cleaning. So I would start paying my brothers to clean for me. <laughs> and they clean. Outsourcing. Girl, <laughs> girl was outsourcing. Whatever you, money you, I was you, you was already being an entrepreneur. Okay. And didn't even know it. You see didn't what I'm even saying? Know didn't it. even know it. So I'm outsourcing my, my chores. You see? Um, yeah. but I just I just think when I think about Keely, the things that I want her to do, I want her to have a sense of, you know, taking care of the things that you have. Girl, I mean my mama will buy me new shoes, girl. I run them through the mud. Be like, what? They just shoes? Mm -hmm. You see, like, that's kind of how I was. Now, I'm not saying if that's, like, right or wrong. I just know yeah. some of the things I did that yeah. I probably should have done a better job. And I, I can admit that. Yeah, of course. But I should have been a little more appreciative because she gave me everything I asked yeah. for. Yeah. Um, I Whenever she asked me to do anything, whether it's clean up, pick up this, I should just say, got it. You know what yeah. I mean? But that's, as a kid, I'm not thinking that. Thinking but that, as an yeah. adult woman with a child... It's like, okay, I, I want to kind of start in Keeley early when we're cleaning up after ourselves. We're already yeah. putting our toys up. I'm sure my mother wasn't doing that with me because most yeah. parents, when they have little 16-month-old kids, yeah. 
You know what I mean? She wasn't thinking of that. It's like, she'll yeah. play and I'll clean it up later. She a baby. With Keely, I'm like, oh, no, no, no. You finished with that? Let's put it up. Put it back, so yeah. This is what I'm learning to start early. Yeah. Start early with her cleaning up, picking up after herself, um, putting her clothes in a dirty hamper. So the things where I feel like I fell short is the things that I'm working on helping Keely with. And it's not forceful because you're a yeah. mom. You know, kids actually like doing stuff they like do. They do. They do. They do. I'd be like, okay, I like this. You yeah, look, keep that same energy five, ten years from now. Okay? And that's, that's the part I think when they be like, I don't want to clean. Be like, we can get a sticker. Sticker, right? You got to do a sticker book. But and, you know, that's what I'm looking forward to because I can sit here and tell you about gentle parenting and how I'm doing things. And I have a 16 month old. You yeah. can have someone listening who has a six or seven year old, and they're like, "How am a gentle parent? Him? He don't listen. Yeah, he's slamming door. So I'm not there yet. But yeah. me starting here. Hopefully, yeah. as I, you know, navigate through life, I'll be picking up more skills and knowing how to um, address right. or handle situations. Because yeah. I know there are other parents who are probably listening to this thinking, it ain't nothing gentle about what I got going on with my eight or nine year old. And the good thing about it, you can always start gentle parenting now. Like now, it didn't have exactly. to start from birth. You can exactly. just see where, you know, you can see where a lot of trauma and discipline has played in your life and not yeah. want to put that on your kids. Yeah. So since I haven't had any of the trauma, I still see where I can improve or I yeah. should have. So that's why I'm navigating Get in it. this way and having Keely, you know, just mm -hmm. be a little more appreciative of the things her mother gives her. Yeah. And I think that's so good. You know, I think every, with every generation we're, we're perfecting, you know, mm -hmm. like we're perfecting, you know, cause no one's ever going to be perfect. perfect. No one's a, no one's a perfect parent. Like you listen yeah. to thinking you were perfect. Oh, judging. Don't be judging us. Judge your mama. Judge your mama. Okay. Cause no one's a perfect, per like no one's a perfect parent. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, I think that's the same thing that we're like applying with Eden and, and me, like as a mom too, just, you know, I just remember like my parents, like they would like, the first thing would be spanking, you mm -hmm. know? And so it would cause me to just be like, well, I ain't going to tell them all everything or I'm not going to do this. I'm going to kind of do it on, you know, be slick with it. Right. Um, so that way I can avoid getting like a spanking or mm -hmm. whatever. Cause that, that was like the first resort. And, you know, I also felt like when I was raised, like my interests weren't taken seriously, you know, like I mm -hmm. ended up going to college majoring in something I didn't want to major in and just ended up, you know, kind of depressed, but mm -hmm. you know, my life was my life and I needed that resistance to do what I'm doing now. Mm -hmm. And I think for me, you know, I think for me, it's, you know, I want to make sure that in this, in this generation that like gentle parenting is my first option. You know, we right. are talking, you know, we are talking through things. I'm understanding, mm -hmm. how are you feeling? Like, are you tired? You know, just talking through those things. And, you know, if not, you know, we do a timeout. Timeout right. doesn't work. We have something like we call a heat stick. And I do think that there's a difference between whipping and spanking, mm -hmm. right? Like whipping is like humiliation, like beating, like we would never hit her in front of people or anything right. like that. Or even with our hands, you know, hands are for mm -hmm. loving. But I do think, you know, for us, especially because of the, the type of man that I'm with and her, who her daddy is, mm -hmm. he's like, you know, because I, I talked to him about the no spanking thing, right? Mm -hmm. He's like, spanking is not off the table for me. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's another thing, you know, navigating, navigating that with your partner, too. Mm -hmm. It's like, <laughs> see, Nikki already told me she said she run a thing over. You didn't run a thing with that. So 
you know, she ain't got to worry about that. I don't wait. Oh, yeah. Wait, never mind. She ain't running nothing, y'all. She ain't running nothing. She is, she is a submissive wife, okay? Um, but, you know, so it's just, I, I do think, and I, and I think that's totally why it's like, you know, I love, I'm loving like this conversation right now because I just think it's just giving different perspectives of like what you can do and um, that, you know, gentle parenting is the best option, you know, for me, mm-hmm. I, I think that it's the best yeah. option. Um, and that, you know, for us as black people, we can, as black moms, and even if you're not a black mom, just making sure that your children have great experiences, they don't have to recover from a childhood, that they can really yes. grow, that they can really grow and be who God created them to be and that we're not hindering that in any type of way. Exactly. You get what I'm saying? But we're, yep. we're feeding into that. We're and I think your mom it. did a great job with that because, you know, you were like, I'm going to be a wife, be a wife and a mom. And then like, you really didn't have that pressure of feeling like you had to start a business. You had to do all that. And now you're like just free flowing into, you know, more into your destiny. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So yes. I just think that that's great. So before we wrap up, I want you to give our listeners about two to three pieces of advice for those who want to gentle parent as a millennial mompreneur. So what I will say is, like I said a minute ago, you it's not too late to start. Mm. Um, wherever you are in life, your child, with your business, think of your childhood. Because I think once you can connect it to something, it's easier to navigate and say, I want to avoid X, Y, Z, and I want to implement certain things. Um, For me, what I found helpful is having a mommy circle that we all kind of, you know, believe in some of the same things. Yeah. And that that would be like my number one tip because you do feel isolated. You do feel alone when you step back to gentle parenting. And you want to take your kids out to family members' house and say they're jumping or acting wild. And your family members are like, you need to beat that boy. Yeah, and no. here you are as a gentle parent and feeling like no one understands it. Maybe yeah. I do need to discipline him because he doesn't yeah. listen. Get you a circle that has yeah. your back, that supports you to, mm-hmm. you know, give you that confidence to know that what you're doing is the best thing you can do for your child. Yeah. Um, so that would be my first tip. Find you a great mommy group circle, whether it's a social media group, something, but yeah. have those people, you know, in your corner to always support you. Yeah. Now for the moms who are starting that business and you're feeling like, I don't know, I have to be a mom full time. How yeah. can I make the time? And I'm only speaking from my experience because I know sometimes when we get to speaking, it comes from like, I'm privileged so I can do this and I don't have to take it too serious because Mm. I'm a mom and that's important. There are some moms who like, they have to work and they have to give up time with their kid. Do not feel bad about that. Amen. You have to do what you have to do. Where the offering basket for Nikki? Girl, you got the pasta? Pasta? Girl. You know, I'm in, uh, I'm in like five mommy groups on Facebook because a little bit of me is nosy. So I'm just trying to see what people in there saying and talking about. And when you see these moms with the pressure of, I have to work, I'm not able to stay at home with my kids. And then hear these stay at home moms making me feel like I should be home, but their life, that's not their life. Yeah. So whatever your life is, if you're working a nine to five, if you're home working your business, if you can find something, <clears throat> excuse me, that you're passionate about, 
and turn it into something that can be lucrative for you, great. But if not, oh, okay, so what? The pressure of trying to be an entrepreneur can stress you out, trying yeah. to keep up. Like if it's in you, it's in you. Amen. If it's yep. not, work the best you can at your job. You're still a great mom. You're providing for your family and your kid loves you versus yeah. you being an entrepreneur baking cookies or you going to Walmart and you're a clerk. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I think we just need to let moms be moms because yes. all of our situations are different. Yes. And I don't like to tell moms what well, you should, you know, you can do this, you can do yes. this. And then after they get off listening to this podcast, they're like, well, Nikki said she did X, Y, Z with her man. And yes. I don't even have a man to help me. So yeah. let me see where I can start. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just so many layers. So I guess what I'm saying and all that is find what works for you. And I know yes. people say that all the time, but you honestly have to be yeah. because after we get off this, um, you know, this podcast, I'm going to go do what I do with my family. You're going to yeah. go do what you do with yours. Exactly. And someone else is going to do what they do with theirs. Right. Take little bits and pieces exactly. and make, put it in your family, make it work for you. Exactly. And I love I, those are, are like uh, two amazing pieces of advice. I hope y'all got your pen and paper. I'm going to put them in the show notes as yes. well. But I just think that that's, that's amazing. And that's, that's like the whole goal of the millennial mompreneur is just like, you're becoming a better CEO of your bodies, babies, and business. Like CEOs make their own decisions. Yeah. Like they're not subscribing to like one specific way of thinking. One, it's mm -hmm. like you literally, you custom make, you custom design what was given to you, like a system or whatever with what fits for your family family you know, with yeah. your what fits with your lifestyle it's yeah. no one straight path it's not nikki's path it's not mm -mm. Elena's path okay. we're just mm -hmm. here to share what other people's experiences so you can start thinking about different ways that you can implement some things or not into your family into your business of yes. your life so yeah i just think that that was amazing so tell everyone how they can get in touch with you um and all that good stuff so you can find me on Instagram, Chef Nikki in the mix. I'm hey. on Facebook, Chef Nikki in the mix. Hey. Um, that's it. I don't have no TikTok. Because <laughs> I ain't got time to TikTok. I'm not on Facebook and Instagram. I'm being a mom. All right. Okay. That's what I'm saying. So when I'm rocking my hips, I don't have time uh -huh. to do all that like I used to. I'm Facebook, Instagram, and mommy in 24-7. Okay. And okay. loving it. Love yes. it. So you have a, so you do have a Facebook page. Chef yes. Nikki. I'm on Facebook now, but I mean, if you got to ask me a question, don't ask me on Facebook. Cause sometimes <laughs> my response rate ain't that high. I'm okay. trying so uh, I'm most of it on Instagram, but I will eventually contact you on Facebook. Perfect. And then her link to her new pancakes will be in the description box. Y'all go cop them. They are so amazing. If you don't believe me, go look at the, the pictures. Listen, okay. Looking better than Aunt Jemima. Oh, Girl, and the good thing about my pancakes, you saw how Angie Mommy looked kind of wide. Mine gonna keep you slim. Keep you slim, slim baby. But give you them fat cakes. Girl, okay. Fat cakes. Okay, Girl, keep your man look. Keep it happy, you. hey. Keep your man yes. happy. Keep your body happy, hey. Get them cheeks. Come on, y'all say, hey. <laughs> Oh, oh my god all right y'all that wraps up another episode of the millennial mompreneur podcast don't forget to rate review subscribe share the show with somebody and we will talk to you guys next week